you know that in the end of this, you won't look good. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, boy. <laughs> that must be a thing, right? Ooh, baby. <laughs> I wish. I have oh. no idea what's happening. Well, fancy that. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm aiming for. It's that fine. wasn't my impression. Yeah, yes. I really feel like an enabler. If only you had control over the words coming out of your mouth. We Boy. should record a show before we lose our keeper. Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us onto the library. We're playing Call of Cthulhu, Homebrew. Before we get going tonight, if you would like to play our Call of Cthulhu module, set in our season one setting with characters and NPCs from that universe. Head over to drive through RPG and pick up the snake's oil. Last week, for some reason I said a snake's oil, even though it says right there, the snake's oil, and I know it's the snake's oil. I said, uh, it's the, the snake's oil. And if you like what you do, what we're doing here and would like to support the show, please do so at patreon.com slash under the library. We have a full house again tonight. My name's Arthur. I am playing Franny. I'm joined by Wayne as Rutherford. Chris is Boone. Emily's playing Joe. Scott is Cully. Rick is Bello. And of course, our keeper is the amazing Michael. Michael, the show's all yours. Hey, thanks for joining us. Under the Library is a uh, actual play of a Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game. We are participating in mature themes and we're definitely immature people. So if you've ever considered piercing your own nipples or somebody else's while high on mescaline, then you're probably (laughs) in a good place. I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) With that, I'll turn it over to Emily with last week's recap. You know, I didn't write down that part last week. I don't know when that happened. <laughs> I think that might be part of his personal life that just came out there. Perhaps. Okay. So as we began last week, Cully, Franny, and Richard had just... Dis- Cully, Franny, and Rutherford had just discovered Richard after his supposed abduction. He doesn't seem to be able to speak. He just says a lot of um and... He wet himself. He has broken capillaries and redness in the corner of his left eye. As they're settling him in the car, Franny notices a man down the street who's sitting on a bench, frantically scribbling while looking at them. And Richard asks to go home, but Franny is wondering what's going on with this guy, and Rutherford just heads over and speaks to the man who says he's an artist. His name is Willard Palmer, and he was sketching the scene of the street with their car. He had also sketched a picture of the car from the other night that had abducted Richard. And, uh, well, the car as it pushed Richard out onto the sidewalk. And anyway, Rutherford decides to buy this sketchbook from him. He's willing to sell it for $25. He includes his contact information. And the book also includes a sketch of the facility. Rutherford commissions some more pictures of the facility, hoping to get more useful information. At the same time, 
Bello, Boone, and Joe have parked at the facility for Bello's meeting with Paula Bradford. Bello heads in and ends up distracted by a conversation from an office about beef supply. He knocks to enter the office and talks to Stan, who tries to offer him a slightly used car. From the chicken mobile, <laughs> Boone sees billowing smoke from the, the zone of the building that is still under construction. He realizes that Joe has actually set a fire. Joe was just trying to make sure Cully was safe. They needed a good distraction. But anyway, back in the building, Bello sells Stan on an investment in greaseless chicken, and they end up shaking on a 30% cut for Stan. Bello heads to the restroom. Boone hears a knock on the chicken mobile door and two military men force them out of the facility parking lot. Uh, Bello hides in the bathroom, heads back to the offices, searches Stan's office, finds a catalog full of lingerie pictures, finds a revolver and a phone number for Wagoneer Farms. He dials, he speaks to their beef supplier and tells them they do not need to be supplied and breaks a young boy's heart and his dreams of a bicycle. He then goes to the director's office, notes a schedule of deliveries, takes a couple of ledger statements for the Brady brothers and leaves a note from Stan saying that Willard Farms will not be supplying them instead. It will be Poulet. Um, Cully, Rutherford, Franny, and Richard head back to the house. Cully is distraught. Richard is not himself. They change his clothes, clean him up. A bottle of pills falls out of his pocket. Franny notices a needle mark on his arm. And they look for signs of poison, chemicals, anything. He's extremely dehydrated. His breath smells like anesthesia. And that red corner of an eye suggests that maybe something had entered between the nasal cavity and the eyeball to access his brain. Cully prepares to sit with Richard and take notes. If he says anything, Franny teaches him to take a pulse. At the facility, Joe feels guilt for the size and severity of the fire. Boone attempts to serve chicken. Bello is not out yet. That's all. We can't hear. Yeah, the Michael's muted. Yeah, right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we. Uh, I was trying to spare you all my coughs in the background. Uh, we left off both with Cully bedside with Richard and Joe gazing out the window. Um, it's probably a little warm now. A little heat coming off the uh, sand as well as those uh, nice flames licking the sky. It's probably uh, nice and toasty. In That's the, a uh, really big fire. Birdmobile. Yeah. Well, also the fire uh, of the fryers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Boone's feeling that. So Joe, you're surrounded by heat. Mm -hmm. So uh, who wants to get this party started? I think we Is need to find out what's up with Bello. Bello back? Uh, Bello is, as you're kind of staring out the window, you miss the unmistakable form. And this week, can y'all remind me when Bello's trying to do something that he only has one arm? 
He's gotten I know. Oh, I've been watching the episodes and he gets he does so much. He's gotten away with so much the last couple of weeks with that one arm. Yeah, like when he's whipping up eggs for everyone. Yeah. Brings in like uh, uh, what is it? Eleven a, uh, eggs. Eleven eggs. A collection of eggs. <laughs> oh but Chris, a, you, chi- a chicken tenders dozen. Yeah, you you, tenders you dozen. pointing it out was hilarious last week. That's so funny. All right, so uh, it, it, amidst kind of the smoke and the flames in the background, uh, you do see uh, th- there's quite a crowd gathering in the parking lot, right? They've kind of evacuated the entire dining facility into it, and there's a lot of gawking going on, and there's still buildings making through. Uh, there's men in fatigues yelling at each other, trying to make room through the parking lot to get vehicles through. Uh, and it, it now appears they're even like uh, bringing in some helicopters uh, to try and douse things. Um, you've, uh, you've, you've started quite the little event, Joe. Uh, among that, um, it's hard to make out. Uh, and I believe your role didn't quite give you the what you needed but uh th- there's a lot of activity around the building and you're having a hard time seeing uh if you can find bellow did i roll you did you did a oh. little spot hidden at the end of the last episode oh okay is there a uh isn't there like a microphone there like is megaphone yeah. thing on yeah the there sure is oh okay well i'll go uh Oh, Paige and Mr. Bellow, Mr. Bellow, we're, uh, we're outside the fence, set up for business. Everybody, you must have built up quite a hunger running away from that fire. Well, we can satisfy that hunger with Bellow Poulet's greaseless chicken. You don't have to worry about the chicken catching on fire. It's got no grease. Come and get it. So as you're doing that, right, and Joe, you're looking out the window, you see not everybody, but like the back half of the crowd kind of turn and give these quizzical looks at, uh, at y'all at what's going on. Okay, well, I'll just stick my head out a window and say, we're selling chicken here. It's really good. I had some. Are you hungry? All right. And as you do that, let's see. It won't even come out of a pocket, fresh from the fryer. <laughs> That's great. Fresh, fresh from the fryer, not the pocket. Let's not let's ex, let's ex-nay the pocket chicken, eh? <laughs> and a few people start talking in the crowd as you're doing this, and a couple even start to make their way over towards you. Uh, but they're good. That's, uh, that's right. We're outside the fence. If anyone needs to find us, we're parked right outside the fence. Bello, you would hear them because you're outside the building. Do you? I would. What's that? <laughs> I'm glad I'm the one who's off tonight. Let me tell you. I... <laughs> I'm working really hard to hold it together here. That, and... That's a that's a truthful statement right there. <laughs> yeah. That's a truthful statement. Thanks, Keeper. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> so I would... Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, so I, I'm walking out of the cafeteria complex. And yeah, you we, said we've established the, that. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And you said at the end of last episode mm -hmm. uh, that there was a, a commotion going on outside of the director's office, and I could sort of see what was going on. Is that the fire still, or is there something more proximal to the building uh, that's different and separate and unique from the fire? Did, did, I, never mind. Uh, yes, those were the people running by your window or by the windows of the director's office to fight the fire. I see. I see. Basically, basically, if you were to step outside, the building right attached to the cafeteria is on fire. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, um, and then the crowd of people, are they, are they in front of the building itself? Are they, you know, where are they at? They're, they've moved out into the parking lot because they've had to evacuate um, reasonably. Yep, that's, I mean, that's what we're headed towards here, Joe. Uh, just to see this little, yeah, 14-year-old fire starter. Yeah, but it was uh, bring your daughter to work day. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid. I was afraid they might abduct Cully. You were petrified. It was a good idea. No, it was a it was a fine idea. Don't you worry yourself. Uh, I'm sure they'll take care of it. No one will be hurt. Oh. Um, are you practicing for the witness stand? Speaking <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Cully, I got a contact on him too. Uh Cully Franny Rutherford. Cully Franny Rutherford. Uh, the uh, Bellamobiles out in the uh, parking lot because we still think they're in there. Oh, that's the right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, out but in the parking lot, just waiting for you with chicken. Somebody might know their names, though, Boone. What? Franny and Rutherford, like, Franny works here. Well, I ran it all together, so I did call me <laughs> Franny Rutherford, so they can't pick okay. out one name. Okay, that's Someone's going to come up, um, I'm calling Franny Rutherford. <laughs> Uh, so, so at this point, I would go towards the large group of people. Okay. And I would, uh, I would sort of side saddle my way into this group, you know, just sort of meander in as we're just sort of gawking out, turn to the person next to me and go, what a tragedy. I can't believe what, what possibly could have happened. Wow. It's just, I can't believe something like it's on fire. I mean, I heard the alarms, but I thought it was just a test. This is for real. Yeah, this is, I can't believe, I mean, I, I thought it was just one of those, you know, you know, Monday sort of tests that they have here all the time. But my Lord, this is, this is a conflagration. Uh, this is a concern. Do you think, do they need our help? Um, what, what department do you work in? Uh, cafeteria services. Oh, really? <laughs> What part of cafeteria services? Can you make what? a luck roll? Are you also cafeteria services? Don't be Can you make a luck roll there? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm, what? I, I mean, I got a good score, but my luck's pretty shitty at this point, so I, I missed it. Yeah? <laughs> oh, you did, huh? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> and so uh, they they look at you kind of funny and they said, uh, can you tell me again what part of cafeteria services you're in? 
Oh, where you, I'm a new how I work directly under. Was it? Let me just uh, aside for a group. Was it Sam or or Stan? Stan. 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 I know we had that little. So I'll go back in. All right. Uh, so, but uh, you were gonna meet with Paula Bradford. I was gonna meet with Paul Bradford. Thank you for that. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, what's your name? I I'm a. Oh, I should not say my real name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, uh, did you say that out loud? No, I did not. This is just for me. Uh, my... <laughs> I'll give him that one. Thank you, though, Scott. That was nice. So wait, just to be clear, this is Rick not derailing from the beginning of the session. And remember, he's doing this all with one arm. Just double checking. Uh, the worst part is he's he's so off he's confused himself. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good I was uh, worried about the one being confused tonight, and like Rick can't even figure out who he who am I? Wouldn't they have given him a name tag when he entered the facility? Uh, yeah, it was the forties. They trusted everybody. We drove yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. left the doors unlocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. He came in a chicken mobile. Uh, my name is Philip Donskovich, and uh, I'm. Uh, I see I'm, what you did there. You see what I did there. Little tie-in for the long-time listeners. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, so I come <laughs> uh, from a long line of Donskoviches, and uh, just was hired here. I work under Paul Bradford, Bradford, and uh, <laughs> and Stan. <laughs> it's my first day. And and she looks at you now and she says, no, she says, do do tell me more. Uh, how has your first day been? Oh, it's well, clearly it's it's been it's been uh, it's been uh, uh, I mean, uh, electric with energy. Uh, but I do have some burning questions if I say so myself. I mean, I I am just a uh, uh, brand spanking new and uh, is, is, this is just a tragedy. Oh, it definitely is. I bet. Have you met with Miss Bradford yet? I bet she can answer a lot of those questions. No, I have. I have. I have not. I met with uh, Stan, a w- wonderful guy. You know what I mean? He's a. He's got a little bit of a personality. I think uh, maybe everyone here does. What's your name? I did not catch it. I'm Miss Bradford. Oh! <laughs> 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 see that shit coming? Happen? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it coming. Really? No! Oh, of my course. gosh. Yeah. Oh. All you had to do was say the legitimate reason you were there. I know. Yeah. I don't had understand the actual subterfuge. reason. You had a perfectly good reason to be there. <laughs> You're but, such a schmuck. He really is. The truth would have really served him better here. <laughs> All you had to do so was tell good. the truth. I love it. And um, I'm quite concerned because we haven't hired any new members of the kitchen staff. And uh, there seems to be a uh, large fire in our building. And she immediately starts screaming. My God. Oh, shit. (laughs) I need help over here. I need him. I need some help. I I, I punch her. I punch her. I punch her. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're surrounded by people. I I just. So, oh my god he lasted what did he he lasted like 15 minutes before you killed him 
Oh, no. oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Joe, as you're looking out um over the two people who are walking towards the chicken mobile, there's now quite a commotion happening in the parking lot. What'd you roll there, big guy? I rolled a regular success. A regular success. Great. So you connected with Miss Bradford square. I was going, I was going for her throat because I wanted to hit her voice box if she stopped oh screaming. God. Oh, wait, let me just double check on something here. Let me just make sure. <laughs> she has a good chance of being shot in the back. Uh, you just a called shot like up the necessary. Oh, does it? You that requirement. So you need like an extreme punch. success. <laughs> no, this isn't Savage Worlds, but it, it, it you just throat punched an innocent woman. <laughs> Because you lied to her. <laughs> um, and and I just want to remind the group, because though I have forgotten about his broken arm for several sessions, mm-hmm. mm. he does have a stolen firearm on him. Oh, yeah. He does. You're yeah. right. Oh, yep. The, uh, the MP. Oh, no. He's a love to find out. <laughs> oh, no. Um. This is not going off the rails. Good thing you stayed on the rails. This episode is not off the rails. Yeah. All he had to do was walk back to the chicken mobile. That was it. Or, or say, not lie. Or say Bella Poulet. <laughs> oh, side note, Keeper, you said that Joe saw a commotion in the parking lot. Should I roll to see how much I see or how much do I see? Hmm. And I'm actually just realizing you just punched her. You have one arm in a sling. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Um, all right. All right. Uh, Bello. No, I think you see this commotion. You mean, do you do you can you tell that it's Bello swinging out? Yes. There? Can I yeah, see Bello? Sure. Why don't you roll any any success? I'll give you Bello. Why don't you roll a D6 to see or... how much damage you do to uh miss bradford what do i roll for vision <laughs> just spot hidden oh uh-oh what'd you uh-oh. roll he rolled a six six oh uh, man he rolled he rolled a kill blow yeah. okay so um you clocker i can't somehow you get your weight behind your one arm and you just land a blow and she goes out cold he does which, yeah, which probably is not what you needed because now everybody is screaming around you. And Did people see this? People saw this. Dude, they were all daylight in a parking lot. Parking lot full of people. Now they're going to dog pie you. Good luck fighting them off with your one arm. <laughs> you should run back into the building. All right. Yes. You know, well, put your chicken. Put your chicken. Put the chicken. Okay. So. Um, all you just see is um, these massive forms mobbing onto a person in the middle. Bello, as soon as you swing, the last thing you kind of hear is um, Paula screaming uh, or uh, Paula falling, but uh, the woman behind her screaming as you've attacked her and um you feel the weight of, you're not sure, but at least three or four people piling on top of you. Hey, so uh, it's a uh, little uh, question. Is she falling on um, pavement and concrete? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That can't, be, that can't be good. So, but so's Bello as he gets mm-hmm. body slammed to the pavement by mm-hmm. multiple people 
landing on top of him. He's going to break his other arm. Wow. So, Boone, what's going on in the parking lot? Look Uh, at those people. Can I roll to see if I see? Uh, you would have your back to it until yeah. Joe asked you to turn. So I probably a, yeah. I yeah. 98 anyway. So yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. Oh. So I think oh, so I no. think what it is is I see that it's bellow and I go, no, I don't see it. I don't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had you roll anyway, because you're yeah, okay. you're your back your back was turned, but see as you turn and then um, you're kind of looking out through the window. I can't tell. It's just a big something's going on there. Some sort of hullabaloo. Joe, you're getting a really bad feeling in the pit in your stomach. This doesn't feel right. Bello should have been back by now. Cully should have been out by now. Yeah, this is not. Everybody's gone. This is not going according to plan. When Should Bert... we drive back into the parking lot and see if we can just drive around so the oh, MPs oh. can't get us and then a- maybe a team it. You know what I mean? Just that's what I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> they so... know we were there. This is not we can't really be incognito in a chicken band. No, but I mean we'll just do like one big loop and if uh, someone hops in we can so take out as the as the guards at the post see all this commotion in the parking lot, they throw uh they, they lock down the, the front gates. Yeah. Uh, they pull the front gates closed. They lock those down. And then they're headed out into the parking lot. Um, there's also, uh, you know, the it's quite a commotion. I mean, basically the entire staff was out in the parking lot. Um, we should drive around and see if there's another gate. Uh, I'm pretty good with locks. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. So I'll start driving around the perimeter okay and uh as you do um a lot of the a lot of the the whole base seems to be kind of on high alert uh and and uh you're attracting quite a bit of attention as you drive around in essentially a large chicken mobile with the wings (laughs) up um (laughs) so so yeah, uh, yeah, again, something that uh, doesn't belong there on the day when things are going to hell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and y- y'all both notice that you're you're starting to catch a lot of eyes. Um, Bello, what you hear is, "What's going on over here?" And then let's cut over to Cully and Rutherford and <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> As uh, yeah, when when burning, as Bello gets as when, Bello's getting was, tenderized, when burning down a government building was not the worst thing we did this morning. <laughs> so uh, I, the time of day is this is, is synchronous, so it's the same for us as it is for them. So it's yeah. still like late morning. Yeah. All right, so we're we've got Richard, and we settled him into bed. He's we had his eyes open, and they were rolled up in his head, so he's he's going to sleep. And we got, I think we got some medication into him, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I will, yeah. Basically, Michael, every 15 minutes or so, I am going to be taking his hand and my arm. I'm going to be taking his pulse exactly like Franny taught me, and then I've got a page in my notebook, and I'm writing down, um like how I'm sort of trying to count and I'm trying to write what I think his pulse is. 
and I'm trying to keep really, really assiduous notes of the whole thing. Um, I'm, I'm sort of putting my hand on the back of his head to see if he feels hot to me. Um, I'm sort of poking his eyes open a little bit to see if he's like, like if, if his eyes look okay to me, like I'm, t- and I'm taking notes on everything that I'm doing. Okay. Make a luck roll for me. All right. And most of those you're tracking is pulse and everything's really consistent. Uh, I got a 16. Okay. And out of 70. So yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's pretty, for the most part, he, he's sleeping really soundly. And then uh, occasionally uh, he'll, he'll mutter a word or two. Um, it seems like his sleep gets really dream disturbed. And as it does, um, he starts just kind of mumbling about um, uh, most of it's incoherent. You can't understand or make out too much of it. Um, but the, the last part, uh, it's very clear. And you hear him saying, um, but, but why, why I, you, you know, that I, I, I've never told anybody anything. I, I, I haven't said a word. I it's well, why I, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. And, um, and I'm writing down verbatim what yeah. he says. And as okay. soon as he's done saying that I'm going to run and I want to get Franny and Rutherford and tell him about it. Okay. So. Franny, okay. Franny, Rutherford, I need you guys to come here. And I'm sort of stage whispering because I don't want to wake him, but I'm a. And we had asked you to uh, write down what he said. So, Franny, Rutherford, he just said that that he he never told anything. I've got, I wrote the words down. He said that he never said anything, but why are they doing this to him? And then it sounded like they were doing something to maybe make him forget what they what he saw or what they told him, but he never said what it was. And he goes, my friend Richard seems to have known more things that he than he let us know. And then Rutherford starts thinking and he goes, hmm. And Richard was meticulous at note keeping and file keeping. I said, I have a hunch there might be some secret notes or f- files in this house. And I tell Cully, I said, comb the house for a- any locations that he may have kept things Secretly, uh, even behind uh, even behind the paintings or a little nook or cranny. I said, I think that could be imperative. It's not that I don't want to do that, but I can't leave him. You told me that I have to watch him. Yeah, it's okay, Rutherford. I, I think that you and I can do the searching while, while Cully keeps an eye on, on Richard. But you know what I can do? I can search his bedroom. That's a great idea. There you go. And uh, I and make sure you, you comb every single corner because... These Richard was very good at being discreet and hiding things, and I'm I'm convinced he'll have some sort of diagrams and scientific notes. He was he was absolutely uh, once again meticulous in all this. He he wouldn't let that go. I've read all the 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 science, or I mean, I've read all the mystery books. I know that you've got to search everywhere in the bed poster and the under the carpet and. I've read everything, so I'll, I'll just search the entire room top to bottom. All right, okay. all, then, all three of you give me spot hiddens. All right. I gotta take my dice out. Yeah, do that. Take your dice out. Ooh, that's a really good one. <laughs> Ooh. Holy goodness. Um, I had I got a, a hard success. I got a hard success, too. I got a two. 
Ooh. Oh. So Man, we that? are Probably good. At, that's an extreme success. An extreme success. Yeah. All right. Then, uh, Cully, why don't you tell me where you find, and I'll tell you what you find. Um, so is, is the, is the, is it hardwood or it, hardwoods in the room or is it a uh, carpet? Oh, uh, good question. Huh? For, for Richard in the forties, probably, the f- probably hardwood. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would think too. So it's, there's sort of a, an interesting, thin, the thin slat hardwood. Mm. Yeah. There's sort of an interesting pattern. I, th- I would say around the baseboard molding yeah, where sense. it meets sure. and yeah. there's a piece of the baseboard molding that is it's just a little bit different it looks a teeny bit loose and so i'm easily able to pry it away and there's a compartment behind there wow nice okay all right and so it's it's not a very big compartment and uh you're you're able to reach in there though and it's just a sealed envelope Okay. All right. I'm not going to open it, uh, but I'm going to get Rutherford and Franny and tell them about it. Okay. Okay. And are you showing it to them? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm going to stage whisper. Guys, come here. Come here. I found something. So y'all would have recognized the wax seal on the back of it. Um, Something that uh, Richard didn't do often, but it's certainly, it was, it was, Mm. something he did in the past that signified things he placed great importance on and i say to kakali and i was like really i'm this could be a file and i was like wondering if this is his failsafe file the in case something happened to him file like it did he kept notes in other ways than this he would have files and such like that and loose papers and books but this is different with it being sealed. This could be instructions. Maybe us. this tells us, maybe this will tell us where some of the other things are kept. So I but said, I, this is, is it respectful? Franny, Franny, is it respectful to open it? Well, I think given the circumstances, it, it appears that, that our friend may have been tortured in some way and he might have some information that's extremely important. So I, I think that and given the circumstances... when you say tortured, that hasn't even occurred to him. And so when you say that, my just my jaw drops and my eyes fill with tears and I just hand you the envelope and I go sit by the bed. Okay. I say yeah, that. I think that might be enough, Cully. I think you need to make a, a sand roll probably. Mm. I, th- I think I don't think it'd be huge, but okay. I think that that would that would that would have an effect on you. I got a ten. Okay. So, um. Yeah. So yeah, uh, just one point then. I think that's I think that's a lot for you to take in for your best friend, basement friend, whatever friend, whatever basement friend. Yeah. Don't say that. Basement oh, buddy. Horribly. <laughs> Pineapple buddy. All right. Okay. Uh, so I go to uh, Franny. Let's bring this over into the light in the k- kitchen. If that's the lightest room, and uh, open it carefully with a. With a butter knife from the kitchen, so we don't tear anything. Uh, I, I agree. But I think, think we'll find inside uh, instructions from our friend. This could be the beginning of uh, beginning of something very very big. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> actually, as you as there... you hold the envelope, you feel something slipping inside. 
mm. small and metallic. Like a key. Uh, yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. You feel it bouncing around. Okay. Uh, is there, uh, have we noticed an iron anywhere around the house? Uh, but with Richard, that would totally be in line. So okay. There's, so yes. um, I'm just going to, I'm going to get the iron, turn it on very low <laughs> and just slightly warm the opposite side of the, of the envelope so that it okay. loosens the wax under at the bottom of the seal. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. it makes it easier to just. Nice. Like I said, that's, that's a f- fantastic idea, Franny. You, have you uh, got, done this before? No, I, I'm I'm just a scientist. It, it would make sense to to warm up the wax to make it easier to separate from the paper. That's that's brilliant, and so in case we have to reseal it or anything. Yeah, exactly. We could do the same thing in reverse. So, uh, so let's uh, do that with Franny. We'll uh, we'll set it up, and so we can heat up the wax very care- carefully, and uh, carefully open it. And uh, I think it's only us in the house and Richard. So mm-hmm. uh, I tell uh, Franny, I said, to take a look outside and make sure, you know, make sure there's no one around or in the yard or anything like that. So we can make this as discreet. No one comes in unexpectedly. Yeah, let's do that. Do a, do a quick search of, uh, you know, sort of looking out windows around, around the area. Okay. And uh, there's nobody coming. It, okay. It's all clear. You just see the smoke rising up on the horizon when you look so, out towards. Oh the... dear, that, that was the other question. Over there. Um, do we hear fire alarms from the local fire department? Or oh anything? yeah, yeah. Sir. Well, uh, you hear them from the base. You hear the alarms on the base. Ah, Franny, um, would you know the alarms on the base then? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that sounds terrible, Rutherford. I hope nothing happened to our friends. And then I say, uh, it's got to be terrible if they made some bad, bad decisions, yeah. wouldn't it? That, that, that then, has to be a And then made bad decisions on top of the bad decisions <laughs> to make that bad decision even worse than the bad decision. Well, brother, I hope our friends didn't burn the place down and then throat punch an innocent woman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wouldn't happen. Oh, Kali, <laughs> that's just your wild imagination. That's, that's way too far-fetched, dear. Kali, really now, that's just nuts. <laughs> All right. Um, as you're as you're kind of looking out the windows and um, you're just feeling this tenseness, right? This moment, um, Cully, you're in a little bit of disbelief, and uh, you're all kind of gazing off for a second, and you're totally rattled as uh, Richard just screams, right? Just ah! and. Uh, like kind of catches you all off guard right out of his dreams. Poor um, Cully. <laughs> yeah. And then so as uh, when as soon as he does that, I run out of the room and I'm going, Rutherford, Franny, Rutherford, Franny. And uh, if he, if Cully's yelling, we'll um go and I mm-hmm. I said I said, take you know, let's go to the room, but do, don't Taking the envelope. envelope with us. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> nice. It. Leave it behind. Come back. It's not there. Yep. <laughs> so we, so we r- run to the room and Cully. Um, he's he, screaming. He just woke up and he's screaming. Uh, we, we so Rutherford you. would go right to, to the bed and and look and see if his eyes, you know, if he's sitting up, if his eyes are open, if he's uh, conscious or what state. Nope, he's, he's just totally still again. It's just like this momentary scream, but it really rattles Cully. 
I, you know. Did the scream happen exactly when we popped the wax off? Oh, have y'all popped the wax off? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. Well, uh, we were kind I of in process, like, so. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It probably, I, yeah, it probably would have happened, let's say, right before you popped the wax off. Oh, okay. Yeah, so man. while we're there in the room, I said, so since we're all here in the, the room, Franny, let's look at the what's inside the uh, file so we can show Cully as well. And I'll, I'll make sure to turn the iron off when I'm done using it. I don't want two fires <laughs> today. <laughs> I'm not that mean, guys. Oh, yes, you kind of are. are. You kind of are. How, how well do you know Michael? <laughs> he throat punched the woman he came to visit. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do as a keeper? She, she screamed. It caught me off guard. On an army base. <laughs> We're not punched a woman hold on, on an hold army on. base. Rick uh, Richard just screamed. We didn't punch him. <laughs> That's true. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to coin a new word for these situations. Um he pulated. He's going to pulay his pants. Oh my God. <laughs> so you you pop open the envelope, and uh, sure enough, there's a key inside. A fairly normal looking key. Uh, looks like to uh, a door lock. Um, and uh, is it? Hmm. I was going to ask, ask Franny. I said, "Is this a style of key that they use at the facility?" Is it a style of key they use at the facility? It is not a style of key that they use at the facility. Why, why like no, one, Rutherford? I've never seen a, a key like this at, at work. It looks like something that you could purchase at a hardware store. It's not. Mm. Yeah, it's nothing exotic. Okay. And I said it, it could be a different style of key, but uh, cut to the cut to fit a lock at the facility. That's my hunch. But let, and then we look further into it. Are there? And obviously, there would be. We're, we're hoping some sort of documents inside. Uh, there's no documents inside, only the key. Only the key. Are there any doors within this house that Richard keeps locked? Um, not that not that you've seen, no. Have we explored enough of the house that we would have seen any area that we had not explored? Yeah, y'all, I mean, y'all have been pretty thorough in going okay. through everything, and uh, it strikes you as odd. I mean, this isn't like a, it's not like a safe lock or something gotcha. like that. So, do I, so I'm sort of looking over their shoulders. Do I recognize it by any chance, just in, in from being friends with Richard, but I've seen it anywhere? So yeah. uh, about once a week, you know that Richard left town. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So, Cully, in, in Rutherford, are, are you aware of... Richard owning any property anywhere else? Does he have a, mm. a, a getaway home I know in the mountains or something? Every week he'll get away for a while. He'll get out of town. Mm. You um, don't, know I don't know where, where he, goes? he goes? No, I've never gone with him. I've got to, whenever uh, he does that, I get stuck at home and I, I hate that, but he's got to go. So Rutherford starts thinking about his correspondence and using his egghead brain and his photographic memory and then it goes back and starts to think and about any all the correspondence he would get in writing to Richard about and he thinks about the postmarks of where mail has come from. Ooh, I'll give you that, Rutherford. That's a pretty good one. Uh, and in terms of that, you noticed that a couple of letters stuck out to you. And they stuck out to you because the writing in those was very terse. And though not quite unlike Richard, mm. 
in terms of like the body of letters that you received from him, uh, mm-hmm. he, he usually seems like he sat down and spent some time kind of corresponding with you. Uh, but a few of these letters were very short and to the point and almost like him checking in, but with no real statement. And all of those were indeed postmarked from Abiquiu. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that is very interesting, Rutherford. I, I think we might want to uh, do our search again and see if we can find any sort of address books or bills or anything uh, that would relate and give us possibly an address. So what was that? What was Abiquiu again? Abiquiu is where Joe My is from. My hometown. Your home. Okay. Oh. There you go. Yeah. I knew there was a connection. Okay. Wow. Okay. Holy crap. All right. Yeah, well, that's going to that be interesting. Note, it's all connected. So let's let's take a quick little break here, and then uh, we'll get to the bottom of the dog pile and uh, find out how old Bellow's doing. <laughs> that sounds great. We'll I, take. I, I, I want to see if the other arm is broken. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just. <laughs> all right, <laughs> we'll have to remind you that he can't do any. You know, he couldn't do that with two broken arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little mad at you, Bello, because like I, I, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to drag this one out a little bit, but you really kind of. I, I, I didn't. I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want this to happen at all. Why'd she scream? She could just stop talking. Why did you don't blame me? Don't blame me. Jesus <laughs> Christ! No. Come on, Rick. No. He really. Wow, Bello. <laughs> I no, no, like, 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 no. what? The DM. That's a DM. That's the stylistically. It's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> Bill You're in the facility. You're lying to her, and there's a fire. Why did she scream? Yeah. This this ranks right up there with your character being buttered and going into a tunnel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except that one actually made sense to me somehow in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That says more about you than it does about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's All take right. a few minutes and we will see everybody on the other side. All right. We are back from break. Michael, take it away. Oh, I think Bellow's already done that for the night. Okay. So <laughs> on that note, let's get to the bottom of the dog pile. Bella, we're going to give you one chance. I don't know why, but we're going to give you one chance to get out of this. So first, make a constitution roll. All right, then. Yeah, oh, that's a ex- yes, an extreme success. Okay. Um, so you feel the bodies on top of you and the searing pain in your arm uh, from where the fracture is uh, has excessive weight being placed. It's all wrapped up under your body. Um, I can guarantee you that one's not going to heal right. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just going to matter of where it heals. All right. So you're still awake as all this is happening. Make a luck roll. Whoa. This is for all the chips it's, in the it's pot. It's not very important. Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, well, well, uh, that's that's a twenty. It's twenty-two, and mine's twenty-five. Wow. wow. I think it's good. All right. The the gods or demons or whatever have they be are with you, Bello. Um, Joe. Uh, you and Boone are traveling down the road, right? Y'all are kind of, you don't exactly make U-turns in the chicken mobile. So um, we were 
we were driving along the perimeter of the fence. Okay. And then so, we noticed that people were kind of giving us the stink eye. Okay. So as you're doing this, a huge boom. Y'all hear it all the way up at Richard's house. Mm. Rocks the area. There's a massive explosion over the base as fire leaps up into the sky and the boom from the explosion it rocks the ground under you bellow and it's the the explosion oh. is so hard that people in the parking lot start screaming and fleeing towards the fence i lit one canvas on fire <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh no! Um, I, I think there's more here. Than, canvas. Yeah, there's more here than just a little fire. Joe the yeah. Destroyer Barnes. <laughs> Joe, you don't go lighting fires at secret army facilities. Bello, you don't go throat punching people in an army base in a crowded parking lot. Lesson learned. Okay. All right. So, Bello, you find yourself in the unique position, <laughs> though your arm is absolutely in excruciating pain of mm -hmm. people um, running over you. Uh, in fact, let's see what we can. Uh... Oh, yeah. Um, you're on the ground. The people get off of you. But mm. as they do. Um, you're getting trampled. Your head's getting stomped into the ground. Yep. You're getting stepped on. Uh -huh. uh, you you take four points of damage. Of course, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna make you pay for this. As an ear comes off in your hand. Oh my lord! Oh my the, god! Wait, the, what? What did you say? Yeah, your you ear got, or someone else's? Yeah, as you as you um got stepped on on the asphalt it raked your head across the ground and as you came up with your good hand you reached up and um most of your ear was in your hand and it's covered in blood um you're getting really uh, you're you're i mean you're not in the clear here as um everybody's running for the gate and there's a lot of screaming uh well i'll I'll roll into like a fetal position on my side just to protect myself. Uh, a one-armed fetal position. Let's be clear about this. <laughs> this is a fair point. And with a goal of getting to, uh, you know, first on my side and then knees, basically, onto my knees so that I can try and stand up eventually here. Okay. All right. And so you're able to, um, you're towards the back of the 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 pack now and um they're they're pressing up against the gate and uh you actually see the gate collapse towards the the road um there's several minor explosions going on behind you as mm -hmm. this as this goes on there was one major one and then several smaller ones okay and uh when i look around is anybody else around right now uh no they're all like they've all like they're pushing towards the fence and um, it appears about to uh, give. Okay. And do I see the chicken truck? Presumably, I would recognize my own truck if I see it. <laughs> so the Presumably, chicken truck was driving chicken... away from the main it's... gate. Yeah. We're driving around the perimeter looking for a second gate. Got it. Yeah. You it's see pretty it's hard tail... to spot that thing. You, know, you can miss it in a parking lot. 
So you, is there, do we encounter a second gate? Uh, you do, but they're all, everything's really fortified. And with the second explosion, um, you start to see people, uh, or you start to see armed personnel at the gates. Um, you're, you're not going to find an entrance into the base at this point. All right. Hmm. Y'all are all staring at me blankly. It's a radio uh, when, show. Somebody yep. needs to oh, talk. Yeah, I thought I had a plan, but it's yeah. Well, I'll I'll uh okay. In the in the cacophony of motion, uh, did anybody lose their jacket? <laughs> um, I it it's pretty warm out. What kind of jacket are you looking for? <laughs> I don't know. She's looking right. for a one-armed jacket. You know, like, oh guy. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one arm chicken shaped jacket. Why don't you just take something off of the person you punched? And she, she's unconscious. Is she still there? <laughs> oh, God. She's been trampled too. Yes, she has. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's not looking so good. Oh. Is she dead? She better not be. Uh, are you taking her pulse? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me Please. see. <laughs> I uh, we're leaving. Where I'm about going? to leave. I just had it. She's, she's almost dead. I don't... Yeah, you look over your shoulder and you see her, and I, it it doesn't. She looks worse than you do, uh, which is saying something. That's saying a lot. And uh, uh, you go back over to her. Where do you take her pulse from? I, I just go for the jugular. Yeah, no, of course. Where you punched her? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and. You don't feel anything. Oh, no. oh not good. Oh, not good. Well, I'll I'll like smudge that area. I don't know if fingerprints are a thing right now. And then I'll 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 get a little yeah, it's, fingerprints are a thing now. Um, it's finger, I guess it would be fist prints, right? Huh. Rather than it, fingerprints. It, it's also really hot because as that explosion happened, um the fire moved forward into those front offices where you made the phone call from. Oh. And now the entire dining facility is on fire. <laughs> oh shit. Well, all right. I so I was wearing like uh, my, uh the coat, you know, uh one of the white coats uh that we took the label off of. Mm. So I would I would take that off and I would throw it into the fire so that hopefully my my top looks different. I'm, 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 you know, and I would, uh, what, what do you, what? Well, I mean, just to give you the scene, to be fair here, right. There are, there are military personnel working to try and put out the fire. So in order to do that, you oh, have to, yeah, no, no, I, it's fine. I just thought that you did have been run. Uh, no. Okay. Well, I'll take it off and I'll fold that, you know, into my, 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 my broken arm. I'll use that to actually wrap my arm. Um, and, uh, and then I'll take some dirt and rub it on my face and, uh, take some of the blood that I presume I have from my ear and sort of rub that on my, my face. And then I would roll around in the dirt and then I would, I would just to get myself dirtied up and I would try and make my way out. Okay. And, um, and there's other people who were trampled in this process. So, I mean, there's going to be, you probably wouldn't even have to go to such great lengths, right? I guess I was uh, already You're, you're missing an ear. It, I don't need to make it look like You've I was You've got a broken arm. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> I don't need to make it look worse because I'm already pretty bad. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm trying to give you an out here. Yeah, what I'm making is, my way out. I'm making it, my way are out. Are you? Are you? Are I'm you really? Fucking, yeah, I am. I'm making my okay, way so out. Okay, so we, I see all the people uh, coming through the gate. 
Right. Yeah. It's so I know the gate's open now. Yeah. So I'm just going to turn the chicken mobile around. How and start tall is driving. the wall? The you mean the fence? The fence. Yeah, the fence is probably oh 12 feet. And the chicken mobile. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the chicken mobile is pretty tall too, right? Like it, it's nine mm-hmm. or ten feet. Okay, is that right? Is that right, Bello? That's right. Depends on if you're measuring from the uh, comb itself up top. Yeah, probably the top of the hat would be yeah pretty high. Boone, I want to try to go in. I'm really worried about everyone. I might try to climb. Uh, There's a lot of still a lot of hubbub in there. Are you sure? I mean, nobody's come out. None of our people. Uh, There is barbed wire at the top of this facility. I'll be careful. Okay. So you want to go climbing over the fence. Bellows trying to follow the crowd out of the fence. And Boone, you're driving the chicken mobile where? Through the uh, fence. Back, back, to, no, just back <laughs> to the gate. Okay. Hoping that I can see our people come out with yeah. the crowd. Yeah. And so the, the whole crowd's moving through the gate. There's probably uh, somewhere between 150 and 200 people wow. moving through the gate. So I'm counting and, on them to see, obviously right. see me. Uh, the, the There's military personnel in the parking lot. Not trying but to get if, uh, if out. Joe wanted to get over the fence, I would stop before I got to the gate because okay. I'm still, you know, driving back. Right. Joe, as you climb onto the gate, um, do you want to make a, do you want to make one final spot hidden to see if you see Bo? I mean, to see uh, Bello? That sounds like a good idea. Oh, uh, that's a, that's a hard success. Oh, thank goodness. All right. So uh, you see, I'm trying so hard to get y'all back on this track. Trying to get um, back on this train. Get us on this train. Uh, as you as you go, as you kind of latch onto the fence and you get about three or four feet off the ground, right? Mm-hmm. You're scanning the parking lot. You see a couple of medics tending to a figure laying in the middle of the parking lot. And you see a, a, about 20 to 30 feet away from that figure, um, you see somebody stumbling, holding their arm up. They're a bloody mess, uh, but you do recognize that they're wearing the clothes that Bello was wearing, and and Bello kind of has an unmistakable gait that you're pretty sure that's who that is. Well, in that case, I'm going to climb right back down. Boone, I saw him. I'm going to try to get in and make sure he gets out. I'm just going to slip in around the people at the gate. Did you see... Uh... Collie or Franny or Rutherford? No, I didn't see any of them. Oh, jeepers. But at least we can get Bello out and then we'll figure out the rest. Can I try to slip in against traffic? Yeah, and I don't think that that would be that difficult. I mean, it's not that many people to to move through those front gates uh, after they kind of broke open. So, um, you know, you have a pretty easy time getting to him. Bello, I assume you're making your way towards the gates. Yes, I would be. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. Post haste. Okay. So right. do I do I make it to him? Does somebody yeah, challenge yeah, yeah. me or yeah. him? No, no. Or... You're oh, good. great. You're good. I'm not going to give you all any more opportunities <laughs> to mess this yeah. one up tonight. Yeah, perfect. So I'm caught. <laughs> Joe, Joe, we have to get out of here, right? Bella, away. you have to get out of here. Yes, yes. We gotta go. We're, we have to we go. We have your chicken mobile right outside. Who's oh. driving? We can't find Cully. We can't find Franny. 
Ruther- they, Rutherford, I don't know where they are. Have you they, seen them? They weren't in the crowd. So we they 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 may have gotten out already. We just we need to uh, uh, we we need to go. Uh, uh, I, I we could be in some very big trouble if we stay, and we need to get back. We're going as we speak. We're, act, we're walking as we're doing this. Yes, we're yes, struggling. absolutely. We're walking as we're doing this. Yes. Okay, I have the I have the door open, so you can just as soon as you get out, you can jump right in. And Joe Bello looks awful, right? Like Your ear. Yeah, there you go. And I'd hold up, I guess, whatever ear remains I've got. And there's pieces of gravel kind of embedded in mm-hmm. the side of his face. Thank God you've got a hobo doctor in the group. That's right. <laughs> right? I can't tell you how many group. times my ears got torn off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I get, I get into the car. And and I don't, hopefully, hopefully no more than twice. I don't I don't know if I'd be able to drive. No, Bella, you're in no condition to drive. Get it. Grab a seat if back there. If you still have the ear, can we reattach it? I've heard people do that. Yeah, we can uh, put it on ice. Or not ice, but put it in cold yeah. water. I, I'm going to put it in the cold I'm, water. I'm going to put it in the with the uh, with the, with the chicken. Actually, oh, I, hopefully, I don't, I don't get mixed drive. up and sew some chicken <laughs> on the side of your head. So, Bella, I don't think Bella could drive because there it's, it would be a standard. Um, yeah, that's standard true. Transmission, he can't yeah, shit. So, we'll retcon and say that I drove <laughs> the uh, chicken mobile here. Yeah. Make and I'm going to drive it away. So whoop, mm-hmm. I put her into gear. And well, 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 what about oh, Cully? There's most of the people are out. We don't see them. I can't leave him. They, they may be back at the house already, Joe. Okay, we don't know. well, I don't know where they are, but I'm making a decision. Joe, you're not getting out. You're they an arsonist. He's a murderer. You don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> you know, you know, for a murder hobo to say that is just offensive. Uh, uh, and I just, I just, I'm all bloodied, and I just say, Joe, I, oh, I don't know why we crossed that road. <clears throat> oh, where oh, are the crickets? Yeah, crickets. Which, which road was that? Fellow, I need you to make a sand roll, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, 93. Nice. Um, when are you going to get revisited by your, the spirit of the person you punched? Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, as you are riding in the passenger seat of the chicken mobile and the last <laughs> few minutes of your decision making washes over you, um, you, you just remember standing over the face of the lifeless woman uh <clears throat> she had a name paula paula, paula. as you as you stood over the lifeless body of paula you kind of realized the point that you've reached in your life um and and what drove you to make this decision to to actually punch her you have you, you can't even imagine why you did this and she's dead. She's dead because of you. And um, and you're, you're not even you're questioning everything in this moment. And uh, you can you can take five points off with that. Who am I? Am I a man? Am I just a chick? <laughs> <laughs> Roosters are nasty, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, if we'll get back to the more um, cerebral part of the party. <laughs> And uh, 
maybe see what they're investigating is leading up to. So we were going to... Everybody needs a demolition squad. Let's just keep that straight. We were going to try and search the house to see if we can find um, an address of some sort, um, whether it be in an address book or bills or, you know, any sort of correspondence, Uh, anything like that. And I'll, as soon as I'm sort of back, I'm going to like come to a little bit. I'll keep searching the bedroom to see if there's any of that information in the bedroom. So, so Richard, um, uh, well, um, Rutherford knows Richard a little bit and, and he might not leave, you know, obvious things around like that, but he may leave because he loves his artwork and there may be a small painting or a postcard or something like that, um, or a small item that, signifies this place that we're looking for so he says don't necessarily look for paperwork and words look for perhaps an image because he was very oriented that way i I was looking for um like a filing cabinet with uh like bill payments and tax records and any you know just personal information like that and then Uh, uh rutherford thinks you know richard had this kind of quirky thing about him and he may have even left this thing pretty obvious, like it was, you know, hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Like there could be a painting or something in the house that mm-hmm. sign- is that is of this place that anyone would think is innocuous. But now that you have, oh, did y'all all freeze or just me? Uh, I think it's just you. Okay, uh, sorry about that. What did you say then, Wayne? Uh, Rutherford was thinking that um, Richard may have done a thing. This this place that he goes to with the key. Yeah. Um, could very well be in a very obvious place, like it's a it's a p- picture in the in the, a kitchen or another room. Sure. Um, Why don't we do this? Everybody, uh, everybody who's involved in this hunt, uh, or or Art, or let's see, Franny, you and Rutherford have uh, made pretty good cases. Why don't y'all give me spot hiddens and let's see what we come up with? All right. And, and like I said, I'm not doing anything. I'm just searching the bedroom, so I'm opening yeah. drawers, all that kind of stuff. Sure. That is exactly a hard success. And mine is uh, one point over a hard success. So okay, perfect. All right, look at you, investigators. Do you want to punch anybody? Uh, no, thank you. I'm I'm good. Okay, yeah. you sure? Yep. Uh, no, Rutherford. I don't need to punch maybe anybody. You wanna, like you, you want to like just go in there and kick Richard for yeah, good you've measure. Got the, you've got the intellectual cadre, and then you've got the emotional <laughs> aspect of the group. Uh-huh. Yin and the yang. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> course you know it is the intellectual group that's that's berating joe so <laughs> i'm feisty only because tonight. the dice made us yeah all right uh so rutherford you're looking at the paintings and it's it's you're just certain right like you can't believe that you hadn't paid attention to this before but there's a there's one in the the foyer and it has a massive 2500 uh, clear as day, uh, written right across. Uh, it's it's kind of abstract, but then there's these mm. numbers floating in it uh, that look like 2,500. Mm. And then I was going to say, fully, we were into the modernist period, and I said, look, look at this. This, uh, this, and I said, Franny, come come over here. This, uh, this sort of more mo- modern painting. <laughs> and I said, there's there's numbers and everything put together into it, and. Uh, it's it's a puzzle, but it's all of a sudden coming together. Do you see it? Uh, it yes, it does appear to say twenty five hundred there. When you look at it, right, you got to kind of squint and look at it from the side. But 
Sure, I see, I see it now. Now, once and you see Franny, it, you can't really unsee it, can you? Franny, you've been like pictures. <laughs> tearing apart rooms, moving through desk drawers, looking under desks. You, you, you've looked at the bottom of couches. And as you're kind of crawling around looking at other, other things, you run into the envelope that y'all just kind of let drop on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you look at it again and, and you're like, huh, that's, that's where the key came from. And you kind of pop it open and there's obviously nothing inside, but when you hold it, uh. it looks like on the edge of the lining of the envelope on the inside that there's something written. Mm-hmm. And so um, you immediately right get that pot of hot water going to steam mm-hmm. open the envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, and a- a- as you do, um, it starts to kind of unfold and it's nothing elaborate. It's nothing fancy, but right in the where the bottom corner of the envelope would have been when it was all folded together, right in that seam, it just says modern street. Excellent. And I was like, oh, modern, yeah, modern 2500 modern street. And I said, and I said, you know, Cully's there. And I said, Cully, we, we found it. Your hard work and finding this item is led us to a huge discovery. Richard, Richard has another place, and I share it with him in case anything happens to us. We all need to remember 2500 modern street. Rutherford, is that is that where he goes when he goes out of town? Probably, yes. I wonder why he goes there. Well, uh, we are going to try to find out. How do we do that and keep Richard okay at the same time? I don't want to not go with you guys, but I don't want him to be sick. I think um, there's a th- this these people who did this to him know he lives here. I think his other place may be safe. That's why he was keeping it secret. I believe Ooh, if we can, we bring him, him there. there that will be his a safe place to go. It's unknown. Uh, this will be imperative, uh, very important, and to get him there safely in the car. We'll let him rest. And he, he's not too sick to travel? I think we can move him. Um, he was walking on his own, but we should do this all under the cover of darkness um, and make sure we're not followed by anyone. I'm sure that's how he always went to this place. Since you never knew, he must have done it very secretly. Maybe even in a d- different car. Yeah, he never told me where he was going. But that sounds okay to me, as long as we keep him safe and we don't let them get him anymore. Should we, is it safe to stay here now? What if they come back for him now? Uh, through the daylight hours, let's put everyone in a window and be on high, high alert. You watch Kelly. We'll look out the windows. But we also have to look out for for our our friends who were at this facility mm-hmm. uh, they may have been they may have been captured or injured in, in the fiasco oh my gosh and when you say that my face drops because i just remember that i haven't even w- worried yet about anything and i realized that joe is gone and you guys told me about the the smoke and all that and i'm like what joe what where's joe said, uh, i'm sure she'll be we fine made it out of town. i didn't even what I was thinking about Richard. What what about the the fire? What if she got caught in the fire? Uh, I'm sure she'd were, be fine. She she's they were a, they were she was with Mister uh, Bella Poulet. He has a level head. Everything's mm. probably fine. 
Now, Rutherford, don't scare Cully like that. Should Cully roll to see if he vomits in his mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Boone, where are you driving? Uh, back to the uh, the house. Oh, you are okay. Yeah, my assumption is that if they made it out, that's where they would have gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm hoping beyond hope that they somehow uh, made it out. Okay. Right. So I'm gonna oh, really quickly. I'm yeah. gonna say, Franny, can you? I want to at least. I won't go there. I promise. But I want to go outside and at least see if I can see what's happening. Will I do that? Will you please keep an eye on Richard for me? Of course I will. But please don't go anywhere, Cully. We need I, you here. I promise. I won't go anywhere, and if I do, I'll tell you guys first. Okay. And I go running outside. Rutherford, and go, I'm just, go keep an eye on him, please. I'm just keep. I'm looking like up and down the driveway. I'm just, you know what I mean. That sort of kid so thing. So, Kali, as you, you as think you, you can make things materialize by just wanting them to materialize. Mm-hmm. So, Cully, as you break out onto the front porch, you were expecting kind of a a little bit of smoke, like kind of streaming oh up in the God. air. And there is this massive billowing black tower oh of God. smoke coming out of the lab facility. Oh, we heard the Poor explosion Cully. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the explosion shook the house. So, um, you know, and and you hear the sirens now. Like somehow you had blocked out the sirens this uh, all this time. The the sirens are really, and your heart's racing, right? Like your little yeah. kid heart is just bouncing in your chest and you're looking out over the landscape and and as soon as i see that i'm i'm putting my head back in the door and i'm going rutherford and so uh rutherford goes to cully and uh and he says i i i think i know what you're you're worried about your friend joe rutherford, that- i thought that it was just i didn't know it was this the, the whole town's on fire the, 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 I be, it's over in a direction of the facility and that explosion could have only come from the facility they the, I'm, I'm sure they keep munitions and other things that are highly ex- explosive in that facility um uh, something was detonated it's easy to tell the you're, you're not really helping <laughs> munition yeah. what? That she's gonna get blown up I said, unfortunately, my friend, if anyone in that facility would be in danger, that's there's a very good, good chance of that happening. Can we can we go get her? I, if we I, don't see her, we got to go get her. I said, if you if you want to, we can't leave our friend Richard here unattended. Uh, if you want to, do you have a bicycle? How do you get around? Yeah, I've got to get on a bike to the military base on fire. <laughs> I've got a bike. And so I'm going to say, look, I'm giving them a little bit of time, but if they don't show up before too long, I'm getting on my bike and I'm going. I, I, that's, as long as Franny's taking care of Richard, I'm getting on my bike and I'm looking for Joe. And Rutherford will have, I, you know, no problem. He says, that, Kelly, I, if and as, gonna... as y'all are kind of debating this back and forth, you're arguing over it, right? It's, it's, it's starting towards evening, the sun's setting, there's an orange in the sky, but it's really ominous with kind of the black smoke pillowing up through the middle of it. And there's a glint off the top of the, uh, what did you call the top of the chicken? <laughs> comb. I'm a comb. Yeah. There's a glint uh, off the comb as it's kind of making its way up the driveway. And um, Cully, this sense of elation just floods you to see the car. Um, and uh, uh, Rutherford, 
you're peering in as you see kind of Boone behind the wheel and this bloodied face in the passenger seat. So I was going to say, is it really dramatic as they're driving forward? It's slow motion and there's yeah. explosions and fire behind, behind. following yeah. them as they're going along. Really quickly, can I tell that it's Boone? I'm sorry, can I tell that it's Bello instead of Joe? Like, can I see from my distance? Do I know the, like, if I see a bloody half carcass? Yeah, that would, seat? yeah that would, that would make sense. <laughs> half yes. carcass. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeez, I, I have my have my work cut out for me. <laughs> so I can I can tell it's Bellow. Yeah. Okay. But when you I see that, it's gonna, not Joe. I can tell it's not Joe. You can tell it's not Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going it's not youthful. Sprinting. It's not like it's yeah. yeah. And he's got a chicken head <laughs> somewhere in the paint region. <laughs> yeah. Um so I'm going sprinting to the car, yelling, <laughs> Joe! Joe, right past Bellow. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I don't even <laughs> and it's like when I get close enough that I'm audible, I'm gonna go, Boone. Where's Joe? He's right in the back there. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Is she okay, Joe? I'm... Joe, what happened with the fire? And I'm like, like sprinting to the car, and I'm trying to get in. <laughs> are we? Are we stopped? <laughs> yeah, I'll stop, and sure, I, no. I immediately. <laughs> Okay, uh, then I'll just I'll I go and grab and... his ear. Oh god. And as soon as I'm giving you a giant hug, Joe, I was gonna say I jump out and give Cully a hug. Giant hug, and I say, You're I not gonna you were in there. We didn't even make it. We found Richard. Oh my goodness, I he was wandering the Richard, street and there's something him. and there's something wrong with him. They drugged him and Fran, uh, Franny told me they tortured him. Can I can I get out of the car? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say what really <laughs> really it's very touching. Can we do the got an earless chicken here? So I help Bellow <laughs> with his good do? arm around me. <laughs> I help him. I don't know if chickens <laughs> have ears. We gotta get him into the kitchen so he can operate. Get the chicken into the kitchen. Let's hold the exposition. <laughs> so we'll just pass by. You two can have your reunion again. That Chloe? sounds great. And, and keep it just I so you know with my fire. Oh, oh. I was trying to distract them so they wouldn't get you. I'd say the word. That's a pretty big fire. It and they said there were small. Rutherford said there were munitions. Is that what we heard? Did we hear? I don't know what happened. Well, I it's just, going off. Or? I set one canvas hanging in the work zone on fire and then i ran and i just thought somebody would go take a bucket of water and they in the like, work oh, no, zone there's a fire and were they were they painting over there out. i don't know were what they, they were doing was there paint thinner because that stuff's really flammable i don't i've never seen paint thinner i don't really know what it is oh um, i mean i, I know I paint i'm glad you're okay did they catch you they did they know it was you I told Is that what happened to Bello? No, I don't know what happened to Bello. He, we didn't have time to talk really, but um, there was a kind of a fight in the parking lot and I didn't know it was him. But then when I saw him, he was all bloody and his ear. Ugh. I didn't, I didn't want to look at him. I was just wanting to make sure. Let's go make sure he's okay, but I'm glad you're okay. And let's not, we're, I'm not telling anyone ever about this fire. As far as I'm concerned, it never happened. 
That's a good idea. Yep, nobody in town's gonna remember it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like it never happened tomorrow. Yep, yep. All right. So, you know, take your sort of arm in arm and okay. and so walk on in. Okay, so you kids are good. Uh Boone, you're getting bellow inside. Um, I'm, gonna I'm assuming. Operate on him next, yeah, next uh, next next week, week we'll Side be note, hobo is operation. Is Joe gonna have to flee another town? No, they don't. <laughs> they don't know you did it. They don't know it was you. Yet. Uh, if anything, they'll think Bello did it. He's he murdered someone. Oh yeah. In fact, I'll fight. say, I say, Joe, if they try and blame you, we're gonna tell them it was Bello. No way. Yeah, no. Remember there was. There, there oh, was hold on, hold on. Out of everything, you didn't know anything that happened. You just spontaneously going. We're gonna pin this on the guy who tried no. to give eggs. No, but don't, no. But don't forget. Remember no, there no, was no. those people who seemed to know everything. Yeah, the crowd of people that tackled you. There's gonna be some people that. Uh, no, but there was those strange. Yeah, the couple to, who was going to the diner. We have the, to get the, you out of town. Mind reader the, people. The coin that Franny has now. Yep. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, they're going to... Uh, what's going to happen there? Hmm. I don't know. I want to go to the diner. For for just... Uh, all I know is we need to get Bello out of out of town yeah. quickly. Yes. <laughs> Whether you guys want to follow us or, or what. Because what Bello needs is accomplices. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. I'm going to take you all in. So when I was... That's what I'm saying. Just me and Bello. Uh, Bello, Bello might fortunately look different enough... Um, you know, he's not going to win any appearance roles, but uh, he might. He oh, might, he yeah, might win roles. I can do a little hobo plastic surgery while I'm at it. You start losing appendages. <laughs> you lose yes. Just take a wrench <laughs> to my face. Just take uh, off the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, wait, so, why, why are we leaving town? Where are we going? Oh, we found it. We found some. We found clues. We found everything. Let's go inside. We got to tell Boone this, too. Yeah, okay. Joe, they're gonna take you to Abiquiu. Oh no, yeah, I have no, I have no you won't know this yet. I we have you haven't heard that because yeah, yeah, I have no, no okay, recollection. Where are we going? Yeah, I have no <laughs> recollection trip. of the name of the town. Yeah, we we should we should save all that for let's let's call it a night tonight and then we can get into that next week. Okay. Let me just let me just, let me just yep. add one piece. As I was leaving the car, do you really wait? Wait, 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 fellow. Can you just uh, roll, get the, think get about ready. think get about if you ready. really want to add this next piece in? Because let me tell you, your characters <laughs> lucky to be where they are at this moment. It's oh. you know, it's, it's 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 flavor. It's flavor. It's crazy flavor. I I turn I like turn. punching a woman in the throat flavor <laughs> or like. Let's ignore any of that. Happen. So I leave as I was leaving the car. I turn to one of the egg chairs that's empty, and I just you just hear you hear you hear me mumble something. I don't know if you would understand it, but you just hear I say well, goodbye, Paula, and, and and I with my sanity loss had envisioned that she was sitting there with us on like the whole drive back. Ooh. Nice. And then I looked at the van and I said, "Look at that van go." Yeah, you had to go and ruin it. Oh, you created this nice setup for drama, and you had to throw a pun. He's just trying to keep his character alive longer by feeding me something to haunt him with. But you know, it's good though. All right, with that, we're gonna pretend that horrible pun didn't happen and uh, leave it on that great note. In the meantime, before our next episode, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at underthelibrary.com, Twitter, under the LIB. And until next time, for me, for Michael, for Emily, Chris, 
Wayne, Scott, and Rick. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. I really want to know, do, do you know how to tie a tie? I think we need to work on your definition of reigning in. Joe, you don't go lighting fires at secret army facilities. Bellow, you don't go throat punching people in an army base in a crowded parking lot. I lit one <laughs> canvas on fire. What's your name? I, I'm a... Oh, I should not say my real name. This has been you reining it in? Well, we can satisfy that hunger with Bellow Poulet's greaseless chicken. You don't have to worry about the chicken catching on fire. It's got no grease. Come and get it. Sing a song about the chicken. Chicken's gonna fry. I'm gonna go down to the chicken shop. I'm gonna get me some chicken tonight. Bellow's chicken. Cluckety cluck cluck. Bellow's chicken. Keep your fingers clean right now. Bellow's chicken. Yum, 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 yum. At Bellows Chicken, it's just down the road. Bellows Chicken, we grind up toads and put them in the fryer with the chicken, because frog legs taste like chicken, so you won't know the difference. Pineapple, buddy.